Okay, here we are, you and I, together at last. It's snowing out again today. It, we've had a lot of snow this winter, and uh, I think that's good because when, when spring comes, you want to be sick of the snow, right? And the past few winters, we have not been. Spring has come. We say, oh, we didn't really have a, uh, a real winter this year. So it, it's definitely a real winter. The kids have been sledding a lot. We went hiking in the snow yesterday, which was pretty, pretty brutal. I went uh, snowshoeing twice, so we've had, we've had winter, to say the least. Okay, two things today. Two things to talk about. The ridiculous story of the day, and the, and the story that would probably be featured on Red Eye, had we a Red Eye, is The Muppet Show. Muppet Show reruns are being shown on Disney+. Plus. And they have now been slapped with a disclaimer notice, okay? So people have played this many ways in the media. And most people, when they hear this story, they say, this is very depressing. This is very terrible. Um, oh, this is just a, a bad sign. It's actually a good sign, and I'll tell you why. It's obviously ridiculous. But it is a great beacon. It's a great symbol of how ridiculous our culture is. And as people... As people see this, they realize that our culture has a problem, that it must be corrected, and that it's ridiculous. Okay, so it's such a shining example of how wrong people are. That's why it's a good story. It shouldn't get you depressed because your reaction to it is the reaction everyone has, whether they admit it or not. Most people will... Some people will be outraged, but that's not the, the correct thing to do. Um, the correct thing to do is to laugh at these people, to laugh at Disney Plus for putting a, a warning label on the Muppet Show reruns. Okay, this is what the warning label said. Uh, Disney snapped a, slapped a warning label on, on the streaming release of the Muppet Show. This program, this is the, the uh, disclaimer, this program includes negative depictions and or mistreatment of people or cultures. These stereotypes were wrong then and they are wrong now, the disclaimer states. Okay, so that in and of itself, that disclaimer is, is full of stuff, full of very interesting stuff. This program includes negative depictions and or mistreatment of people or cultures. Let's just take negative depictions of people. Negative depictions of people. What, what content, what program doesn't include negative depictions of people? I mean, Flipper had negative depictions of people, right? Uh, the Andy Griffith Show. It, it doesn't matter. Every, every movie ever made, Casablanca. There are negative depictions of people everywhere. So, you know... Even in the, the mealy-mouthed wording of this disclaimer, there's a lot to show that corporate America, uh, all of America, they, they, they don't know how to talk anymore. They don't know how to communicate things. They don't, they're all such cowards that it's, it's breathtaking, okay? These stereotypes were wrong then and are wrong now. That's the best part of this because, obviously... They weren't wrong then. 
They were not wrong then. That's why they were on The Muppet Show. Okay? Shows like The Muppet Show were right there in the heart of the culture. It showed you exactly where we were, exactly what was acceptable at that time. Okay? So if they want to say, we're removing this content, it was acceptable then, but it's not acceptable now, then they wouldn't be lying to you. But that would show that Disney is making a choice. They're making a rec they're, they are recognizing the fact that the culture has changed and they are going to change along with it. Uh, and they're going to enforce different standards than, you know, Jim Henson Productions did or, or the, you know, Sesame Workshop did or any of these people did. I mean, Sesame Street had similar content on, on there. Uh, and probably the only reason that Disney's not slapping a content warning on Sesame Street is because it's not on Disney Plus, right? But they probably would have to because there are similarly, all Muppets showed depictions of people and or cultures, I guess. I mean, what cultures? I don't know what cultures you're talking about. Ernie versus Bert, Big Bird. I don't know. But obviously they had, in The Muppet Show, they had lots of different characters. And they were. It was a multicultural show. They did express that, uh, just like Sesame Street did. It was a very open-minded show. And so, of course, the stereotypes that were depicted in that show, just like there were stereotypes depicted in, in television shows like Sanford and Son and, and All in the Family, and they were very acceptable for their time period. They might have been on, on the very edge of being, you know, being offensive or being acceptable, but they were acceptable because that's where the culture was. It was like, oh, this is what we're going to laugh at now. We're going to laugh at Archie Bunker. And on the Muppets, very, I mean, much less offensive content on the Muppets, but they showed you what people were willing to laugh at, people, families, because families watch the Muppet show together. So to say that they were wrong then and they're wrong now, we know it's a lie. Disney knows it's a lie. It was right then and it's wrong now because we're a different culture. Now, that, now we can have a conversation about whether we're making the right choices or not, but to say, to go back and say, oh, it was wrong then, then you're saying... You're absolving yourself of the fact that you're making a judgment call now. You're just saying, oh, well, we're just doing what's right. You know, it was wrong then and it's wrong. It wasn't wrong then. It wasn't wrong then. When Gone with the Wind came out, it wasn't wrong then. That movie wasn't wrong. It was very acceptable. Okay? What was accepted in the culture before isn't now. Have the guts to say that, Disney+. Plus. But instead, they lie. Because whenever you have corporate speak. It's always people lying. So this story is great because it shows how pathetic we are as a culture, how ridiculous we are that we now have, our standards are ridiculous. And they're, uh, they are, you know, it's not worth going through these episodes and showing you all the different things that may or may not have been the offensive. We know what it is. We know it's the most, it may be, uh, you know, a, uh, Native American Muppet with, with a headdress on or something. Wasn't wrong then. It's actually not wrong now either. But, you know, the thing is that that thing, it was wrong then and it's wrong now. Somebody from Jim Henson Productions should come out and say, hey, guys, it wasn't wrong then. We knew what we were doing. We're the Muppet Show, okay? Uh, but, no, they have to lie. It's a great way to absolve them of of making some kind of judgment call.
What's the other thing that hit me today? Thomas Massey. Love Thomas Massey. He's from Kentucky, just like Rand Paul. Rand Paul and Thomas Massey. The other day I mentioned that there were only a few politicians in this country who are any good anymore. And uh, two of them happen to be from Kentucky. It's interesting. Rand Paul, Thomas Massey. Rand Paul was the guy who said, you know, if you, if you got your you got your uh, vaccine. He didn't get a vaccine because he's already had coronavirus. So that's why he walks around without a mask on and people yell at him in, in, in the halls of Congress. But he's he's immune from the coronavirus. So he knows it's stupid to wear a mask, right? Uh, Thomas Massey, another guy who speaks the truth. This is what he said in his tweet. I like it. Once you realize the personal ethical standards of policymakers like Dr. Fauci and many of those at the CDC lead them to comfortably misrepresent scientific data in order to achieve public policy goals, it is not just your prerogative to question their science. It is your duty. Great tweet, great tweet. A little highfalutin with the talk. I mean, let's break down what he's saying. Once you realize the personal ethical standards of policymakers like Dr. Fauci and many of those at the CDC lead them to comfortably misrepresent scientific data in order to achieve public policy goals, comma, that whole thing there, what he's saying is, once you realize Dr. Fauci lies to you in order to get you to do what he wants you to do. That's what he's saying. Dr. Fauci and other people at the CDC. Once you realize they are lying to you in order to get you to behave in a certain way, and that is to get everyone to behave in the same way so that they can treat you like a lab experiment, then it is not just your prerogative to question their, quote, science, it is your duty. So again, it's people now have this idea, they scream at people, science, science, Fo I follow the science, you don't follow the science, because you follow Dr. Fauci, Dr. Fauci is not doing science. Science is what happens at the end of the experiment. You, you are, you know, it's, it's, science is part of a whole long experiment, and then you come to a conclusion at the end. He doesn't have his conclusion, he's trying to get everyone to do He's doing a big lab experiment, and the American people are lab rats in his scenario. So they lie to get you to do what they want. I was talking to a guy who supports these public health measures, okay? And I said, this is, this is a sick thing that we're doing. We should stop listening to these people, and they lie. And, uh, and this guy who supports these what are they called? Uh, the non-pharmaceutical measures. What is, what's the word for them? Uh, NPIs, non-pharmaceutical interventions, NPIs, right? All the things that are being done, the shutdowns, the masks, the whole thing, okay? This is a guy who supports these things in a way. He's, and he said, and I said, they, these people lie. They are liars. And he said, you know what? They have to lie. They have to lie to get you to... to to get people to take it seriously. And that was his attitude. He knows Fauci and these other guys are lying to them. He knows it. But he, he excuses it and he says, look, I know they're lying to me and they're lying. But, you know, I know that people wouldn't be on board unless they kind of pushed it a little bit. They, they exaggerate things and they, they have to lie to get people to take it seriously. I guess like, you know, the idea, like when there's a hurricane and they don't know whether it's going to be that serious or not, but they say to people, oh, this is a category, you know, whatever, 
Category five. Everyone has to get out. Everyone takes, and, and only half the people ever take shelter and do what the public officials say. Uh, and and so they, he's saying it's like that. It's like warning people you're not going to get people to evacuate before the storm unless you really pump it up. So this guy admits they're lying, but he thinks it's a good thing. I thought it was good that he at least admitted that they were lying, but I thought it was very sad that he is comfortable being lied to by public officials. It's also very bad for public officials because they, you know, especially health officials, the only thing they have to go on is trust. But they repeatedly lie to get you to do things. And, you know, two weeks to two weeks to slow the spread was always a lie. It wasn't that they didn't know what they were doing. A lot of people make fun of, oh, two years to slow the spread. Look at what they're doing. They, they didn't say two weeks to slow the spread and then failed and then said, oh, whoops, I guess we need more time. Uh, we're not, the, you know, we're, we're learning as we go along. No, they always knew they were lying to you about two weeks to slow the spread, but they need to get everyone doing it. If everyone, if they say two weeks, everyone will do it. So it's like a lie because if they said two years to slow the spread, we all would have said, shut up. We're not doing it. I'll take what, you know, I'll go out and I'll, I'll get uh, COVID tomorrow. I'm not going to shut myself down for Two months, I'm not going to uh, ruin the economy and ruin people's businesses and all those others. I'm not going to do it. We wouldn't have done it. People wouldn't have done it. I didn't do the two weeks anyway. <laughs> but the two weeks to slow the spread was always a lie because there's no way you can get people to hide in their homes and to wear masks and everything. For You can't announce they're going to do it for the next six months. We're going to put masks on our face. If you lie to them and say it's just for two weeks, they say, okay, all right, I'll cover my face for two weeks. And then after two weeks, oh, I guess we have to keep doing it. I mean, we got through, we got through it together, everybody. Uh, so I like that Thomas Massey, one of the few public officials with guts and standards uh, and the ability to tell the truth or the, 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 the will to tell the truth, says, Dr. Fauci's lying to you and the CDC is lying to you. They're purposefully misrepresenting data, meaning that they are, that, which is even worse than just lying to you because they are pulling out data. So it's not just people saying like, put on the mask, we know they're going to work. They're saying, we have data here that says these masks work. Lying to you to achieve public policy goals, uh, he says, then it's not just your prerogative to question their science, it's your duty. So you have people saying, how dare you question these experts. And then in the feed of this guy, because this is a, tw a tweet that he did, in the feed, people saying, who are you? I'm confused. What is somebody, you know, tweeting back to him, somebody with uh, many, uh, many initials after their name. I'm confused when a degree in robotics and engineering made you an expert on public health. What, what does that even mean? Like, who is an expert on public health? These guys are winging it. Dr. Fauci, an expert? They say these guys, oh, I follow the experts. Dr. Fauci's not an expert. He is a political player, all right? He's trying to get you to do his lab experiments. He's trying to get everyone to behave the same way so that after, you know, two years, they can all look back and say, oh, well, this worked, this didn't work. It's all a big experiment. But it starts with lying because, like my friend said, Oh, you can't get people to do things. No one's going to take it seriously unless you, you push it and you lie to them. He was comfortable with the lie. I'm not comfortable with the lie. I think we ought to run these people out of town. And, uh, you know, I think 
we should never listen to them again. We shouldn't have listened to them to begin with. This was never a good idea. We shouldn't have shut down for one day, not one hour, not one minute. We should never have given up freedom. Freedom which is more important than all of this nonsense. But everyone seems to think it's not important anymore. It's not important. So somebody say, what freedom do you give up? Name one freedom. This was, it was like on social media because somebody was, you know, demonstrating against masks, which is happening all over the world, but not in the United States. Canada, there are huge demonstrations in the streets. Anti-lockdown, anti-mask demonstrations. In Holland, the Netherlands, they are out in the streets going nuts, going nuts. And the lockdowns, uh, I don't even think they wear masks at home, but they, they have day two lockdowns. I, I, can't, I can't remember what they did in the, 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 they, they do in the Netherlands, but a lot of these Nordic countries, they, they never did masks at all, but some of them did modified shutdowns and things like that. Anyway, countries, Italy, massive demonstrations, massive demonstrations. What's happening in the U.S.? I mean, we used to be the freedom-loving nation. And we have become the weakest on freedom. The weakest. There's no pushback at all. A couple of people with signs. I'm talking, we should have, the streets should be filled. We'll see. Well, those are the two things. Love Thomas Massey. The Muppet story, which makes you want to bang your head against the wall, it's actually a good story because it shows what a ridiculous state the world is in. Wonderful.